feel free to like like put a, like a sick beat drop on this <laughs> and use it as like your intro. Recording in progress. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Standing Desk Podcast. Musical edition. Uh, what's up, Dan? Oh, okay. I, I guess we're not doing the musical edition. Uh, hey, Ben. <laughs> that was the end. I was kind of excited for this episode. I didn't know we were going to do that, but here we are. Um, so, Dan, we uh, uncovered some important news this week. That's true. I So, I would like to... This is my first YouTube apology. Um, I would like to formally retract my joke from last week. Uh, I realize now it was insensitive, in which I wanted to thank all of our Patreon subscribers. And then I left a blank moment of silence. Haha, mm-hmm. ha, joke, funny. Oh, I was wrong. I was yeah. wrong, and I'm not too proud to admit that. All right. I didn't, I didn't catch it either. For multiple months. We have had one singular Patreon subscriber in the form of Cameron J. Bird. And I would like to thank him profusely for his contributions to the, to, I almost said the farm. Well, yes, I, the farm podcast. <laughs> and the farm. <laughs> and the standing desk podcast. He poured blood, sweat, and tears in the farm and his finances into the standing desk. He is the single, he is our first investor, majority shareholder, uh, and single-handedly propping this podcast up, so he's holding up our standing desk. Uh, he he is the legs to the desk in which we stand at. Uh, so I would like to say thank you to Cameron. Thank you, and, Cameron. Uh, that's it. That's all, get, folks. You can get thanked too if you contribute. See you next week, <laughs> and you won't be the only one. No, yeah. So Cameron, a reminder for potential patrons. Cameron is getting a three months overdue thank you video customized by us. Custom and made. You're <laughs> and he's getting uh, exclusive content behind the paywall. We already yeah. have one album review up there, which is, you know, we'd have more if we realized we had a patron. Yep. <laughs> so we'll get more up there. At this point, um, we'll just do custom requests for Cameron. Yeah, uh, and if you guys want to see what kind of weird stuff Cameron's into, uh, you should go ahead and subscribe to the Patreon because we'll start making his specific content. It's gonna be some anime fan fiction. Yeah, <laughs> like absolutely. Uh, all right, <clears throat> Dan. So you've been following this um, Johnny Depp stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to get. <laughs> we're not going to. Full disclaimer, we are not going to get into any of the logistics of this no. case at all. Oh, no. Um, yeah. th- that is just not something I want to touch at all. Uh, <laughs> free Johnny. Anyway, um, so, Ben, I was I was thinking after watching this case, man, there are some bad lawyers out there in the world. Some people just are not very good at their job. Mm-hmm. So that got me thinking, if I was in a court case, who would I like least to represent me at the stand? Okay. My life on the line. So okay. based on that. Would you like to begin? <laughs> I guess I'll begin, man. Jeez, putting me on the spot. Okay. Don't <laughs> so, ask me for me as your lawyer. My first one has to be the one I was most excited about, which is <laughs> Tucker Carlson. Oh. <laughs> oh Bro, the God. entire time he's just like asking questions it's that like you weirdest. don't know are serious. 
Yeah. Did my client do it? That's the question we're here to ask today. Maybe he did it. Maybe he didn't do it. I'm not saying he did do it. I'm not saying he didn't. But what if he did? Then what does that say about our justice system? Then, then what does that say about? And then, he, and then the judges are just like, dude, what are you? What are you talking about? Like, do you have yeah. any actual points to make here? Yeah, it's. A, <laughs> I just imagine Tucker at the stand. Your Honor, let me tell you about my client. <laughs> you just go on some hour-long mockumentary rampage yeah, about theory how about- UV rays <laughs> made me do it. This is tied to the deep state somehow. Yeah. This is all George Soros. They did taxes for 10 years because the deep state made him do it. Fact. <laughs> yeah, I actually almost did Ben Shapiro. So Tucker Carlson's right in the same same vein. You did have Ben Shapiro? I, I almost put him down. I think he's actually like, you know, he makes some solid. Like he is, uh, he's very believable. I he's think whack, until, but until he, you get a very grown believable. adult in front of that guy and then they start to poke any holes in what he no, said. Like, well, yeah. well, 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 no. Okay. No, no, no. Listen, 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 listen. It's just when he's talking at you, yeah. when he has his like monologue. Right. Yeah. Hypothetically, my client killed a man. Okay. So what do we really think about that situation, right? <laughs> the pause is so good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Like a metronome, yeah. dude. <laughs> the Ben Shapiro metronome. Oh, Ben Shapiro stays at 75 BPM. <laughs> okay. What was your actual first one? So my first one uh, is going to be Candace from Phineas and Ferb. Oh, that's good. That girl's brothers literally build a roller coaster in their own backyard, and yeah. she can somehow not convince her mother that that actually happened. <laughs> these fools go to space once a week, and somehow they've just seemed like an angel to their mother. No, no, she, she couldn't convince a fish to swim if she tried. <laughs> yeah, she's struggling, dude. She's she always hurting. struggling. No evidence based, uh, nothing evidence based provi- provided to her mother. All allegory and hearsay. Come on. <laughs> Candace, you can be better than that. Your platypus pet is literally a secret agent. Harry, dude, for sure. I love it. <clears throat> okay. My next one is, you know, we can't go an episode without talking about him. Elon Musk. <laughs> no, the other one. Kanye West. Kanye Omari West. Dude, Kanye never explains anything he does ever he just like does some crazy shit and like expects everyone to go along with it and if they don't then he just like throws a fit about it so i feel like that's how he'd be uh representing a client he'd just say yeah he didn't do it and here's why then they'd like say a million reasons why he's insane he'd be like no (laughs) that doesn't make sense he just didn't do it at the I don't, very I don't end, know what to tell you. he would just go on some just absolute rant. <laughs> I am Ginsburg. I I'm not doing Scalia. it a team. Ask me later. <laughs> I am the single greatest mind in legal history. I yo, 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 yo. I hate to interrupt, but my client had the best case of all time. <laughs> All right. My client is the best at tax evasion of all time. <laughs> uh, I don't know why they're always the defendant in my spiels, but anyway. <laughs> that's true. It's more fun that way. Facts. All right. What's your next one? Uh, this one should be pretty obvious. Uh, Pinocchio. 
<laughs> True. Unless that man learns like great oratory skills. My client did <laughs> not. <laughs> That's good. Um, but did... on the other hand, if he really is telling the truth, then they know. That's true. I guess I don't know why in this situation I'm assuming I'm guilty. <laughs> yeah, they're just guessing. Um, he thinks he's innocent. Such <laughs> is the judge. He shot once, whoop, twice, whoop, three, five, 15 and a half times. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> I like it. Okay. My next one. I didn't really put a lot of creativity in this. My next one is Pete Davidson. <laughs> I feel like Pete would just be up there. You know, like Pete's demeanor where he can't take anything seriously. <laughs> like he's just like, I don't know, man. <laughs> even his jokes. He's like, you could, he's like, he doesn't even believe in his jokes. <laughs> and like, that's what makes them funny. Right. Like, exactly. Half ass is like through the whole thing until he's done. And then he's like, I guess that was a joke. I just did. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. He's innocent. You know, you know the whole thing. It's fine. Whatever. I'm yeah, from Staten and, Island. And then, you know, I can shot the guy. I don't know. Uh, Your Honor, I, I don't really know what he's trying to say here. <laughs> yeah, okay. There like, you go. Uh, objection, Your Honor. Uh, just, shut up. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. All right. You, you win. I'm over it. It's like held in contempt of court immediately. <laughs> um this next one's tough there's a few good candidates i have for this one but uh i'm gonna go with smeagol from lord of the rings okay like i feel like because he's just literally two personalities in one he'd be like he's innocent or whatever his like voice is like (laughs) and then his alter ego would come out he'd be like i have to kill them (laughs) <laughs> just have, one freak the jury out two on lunch break he'd just be sitting outside the courthouse eating a raw fish <laughs> just a freak shit, he looks like the criminal <laughs> for real imagine that fool in a suit like you think that'd give him more or less clout Dude, absolutely less. He's <laughs> yeah. scratching at it the whole time. Yeah, yeah. it's like to shreds. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Okay, here's stand. a question. What's the voice difference between Dobby and Smeagol? Oh, like Smeagol's is way... Smeagol's is if Dobby did heroin. Okay. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> like... He's is way raspier and desperate, and Dobby's is more lighthearted. And Dobby's a free elf. So actually, I didn't even think this wasn't on my list, but I'm gonna go with Dobby because Dobby's always nervous. He looks, he's just constantly nervous. <laughs> you just like, keep bringing up Harry Potter. He's like, he's nowhere near here right now. What are you doing, Dobby? <laughs> Harry Potter is the boy who lived. <laughs> Did he run the red light or no? Tell me the answer. <laughs> oh, 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 no. <laughs> Bro, he'd be like, are you hiding evidence from the court? Like in the second Harry Potter where he pulls out like 50 letters. <laughs> Exactly. You didn't submit that for evidence. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. All right, that's my last one. I think my last one will be this one's tough. There's two people I really want to say here, but I'm going to go with Jared Leto. Not Jay Leno. Not Jay Leno. Jared Leto. 
Okay. For no other reason than it's like it's Jared Leto, bro. Yeah. He's gonna show up like as the Joker one day and be like, "This is just gonna hurt a little bit." Yeah, Jared. But my client did it. <laughs> Jared Leto seems like the kind of guy who just does anything he wants on any given day. Like it's just you, the ultimate. You never know what you're gonna get. Like, yeah, if no. I'm getting 30 seconds to Mars, Jared Leto. I feel a little better. Still not great because he's mm. just incredibly angsty. But um, I'd rather have that than Joker, Jared Leto. True. Anything's better than that. What about Adam Newman, Jared Leto? Oh my gosh, dude. No, Jared Leto. That actually be answer. a good lawyer. He's very uh, persuasive. Be better, I guess. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Welcome to Icebreaker, everyone's favorite segment of the show. That we're not doing this week. <laughs> what, Ben? Why are we not doing that? We ran out of people. Yeah, we called like four Just people kidding. and no one <laughs> answered. We did call four people and yeah. Uh, so it's unfortunate, but you know, there's only so much we can do. Uh, our- if you want their names, phone numbers, and addresses so you can harass them, uh, subscribe on Patreon and you can have access to that exclusive content. Two of them live together, so it will actually be uh, a two-for-one special. Yeah. Uh, So sorry about that, folks. We'll be back next week. Maybe we'll do two next week. Not a promise, but just, uh, you know, starting it out. What a guarantee. 100% (laughs) we're doing it. If we get one more patron, then we'll call two people next week. If this episode breaks 20 (laughs) likes and 50 listens, we'll do it. (laughs) All right, peace. Welcome back. You guys uh, might find this funny. Um, our next topic is about working from home, and we just had to delay recording this because Ben had to do some work. <laughs> yeah, so that's how work from home's going. Yeah. So as a whole, Ben, this is the first time that you've done the like 100% all the time remote. I am working on a computer mm-hmm. all day, every day in my own home. Correct. Thoughts, feelings, reactions? Better or worse than uh, okay. an office? I like to start out with this comment. So uh, <clears throat> my girlfriend's friend was here and she's a, she was visiting for a day and she's a cop and she works in like the gang unit. So she like interacts with gangs. <laughs> and so there was one day, it was like a long day. I was like just staring at my screen all day, like grinding out documents and stuff. I was like, oh, my God, this is such a long day. <laughs> and, like, I was complaining about my day. And then I realized, like, people are out there <laughs> fighting gangs. Yeah. So. And I'm just, like, on my computer. Oh, my finger cramp. <laughs> you know, so. My eyes are so tired. <laughs> so I like to start with that disclaimer. Um, I don't love working from home. <laughs> no, how do you feel about it? I, I I don't mind it at all. I think it's a perfectly fine. I now that the world is open, I'm fine with it. Yeah, because you have an option to leave your house. Right. It's not. I am 100% stuck here, regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can go grocery shopping, or I I can open my doors and not be scared of the germs coming through mm-hmm. as much. I don't know. I feel like I can move around and kind of do whatever. Do you leave your home like 
Reg, not, you know, for extended periods of time, but do you regularly leave for lunch or to run a midday errand? Um, if it takes like 30 minutes, then yeah, I'll do it. Or like, I'll go like walk to go get coffee or something mm-hmm. every now and then if I'm just feeling like it. But like, there's other times where it's just like, I can take 10 minutes here to do my laundry or something or yeah. like get my dishes in order. I probably should do it more, but. Um, the laundry is huge and like yeah it's pretty massive chores yeah i mean it gets hard because sometimes like i'm on calls for like six straight hours so it's like i don't have time to really do anything and i might as well be at an office but the fact that i can wake up take a quick shower and then hop on online is kind of a kind of a treat yeah no that's how i feel i uh do not miss the commute at all but i do miss being in an office around people do you feel that way uh to an extent yeah i mean that was that's kind of like the one fun thing about being in an office is you get to see people all the time and like hang out and chat and whatever it's like that part i do like it's just not quite the same when it's online like it yeah like i like i see people all, all day every day like when i'm on calls like i'm talking to people i'm not just talking into the abyss but there's something about having a live human in front of you which is really nice mm-hmm. like i'm like i i had we, we had our company event however long ago at this point like a month and a half ago where you know, almost two months ago sheesh um where we all got to meet in person and it was like, like we all like agreed like dang this is like really nice just to be able to see people and like just chat about stuff and figure out things like in the moment as opposed mm-hmm. to getting on slack and being like hey let's do this or hey can we yeah ha- can you do this like we were just all around each other and we're like, Hey, like, how about this? And like, yeah, sure. <clears throat> Boom. Instant, instant resolution. Have you seen uh, a decrease in like meetings that could have been emails or has it been the opposite? <clears throat> um, it's so hard because a lot of the meetings I have now are, could not be emails at all. Yeah. Every now and then that does happen. But I think it's pretty static and like everything. I don't really get those anymore because you're selling stuff. Yeah, not, it's not like internal meetings. Well, even even the internal meetings, like I probably yeah. have, like just thinking on my calendar, like I've had like two hours of internal meetings today, mm-hmm. or like two and a half hours, and like those probably still couldn't have even been an email. Like some of like our all company meetings, sure, those could probably have been an email, but you know. <laughs> 100%. whatever i think that's so, just like a, that's just a get you just have to take that out <laughs> yeah exactly like i'm i'm working mm-hmm. on other stuff on the side anyway during those meetings like <laughs> just kind of picking out the key points so it's like ah, eh, whatever for sure uh yeah so i feel maybe it's just because it's been busy recently but i rarely have time where i like and everyone takes lunches at re- irregular hours of the day so yeah. it's like you'll get a call during your lunch for something that needs to be done immediately or, mm-hmm. you know, you won't get a call for a, a time and you're like, what is everyone doing? <laughs> right. What? <laughs> Why aren't people online? <laughs> right. Uh, so that's kind of weird because then you can't. I, I always feel guilty when I go to run an errand, um, even if I do take like less than half an hour then i still feel like oh god i'm not working right now yeah it's like the part of your like when you're in the office everyone can know oh no dan's just at lunch right now exactly like, he'll be back in you know 20 minutes or whatever instead of 
is he online? Is he mm-hmm. not? Like I can set my Slack notification, like my Slack status as at lunch, but mm. like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing too about my situation is I'm one of few, if not the only one <laughs> who works remotely. So like all of the cool tools that were uh, made more popular through the pandemic, like Slack and Zoom, my office doesn't use <laughs> Right. So that makes like, it way harder. Yeah. So I feel like I have to constantly be available or else I, I, maybe this is just paranoia, but I feel like I'll seem like a slacker, you know, emphasis on the <laughs> slack. But yeah, I guess that is true. Like it's nice to be in a environment where that is like the norm mm-hmm. as opposed to people being like, Oh, these Kids don't want to work hard. They want to work from home. Like, dude, that's like the worst take of all time, bro. Yeah. I think there was a study that just came out that said like work from home productivity is like, it's the same as it you would be in a normal office. Dude, I honestly think I'm more productive at home. So do you guys not have any kind of like internal communication tool like Teams or Slack that you use? Or is it all over text? All text. Calls? All bro. text and email. What on earth? That may, that is archaic. Slack seems legendary. Dude. It's it's feel like cool. channels, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like we have like just a bunch of random stuff. Like we have like an NBA one just for fun. That's dope. But then we also have like if I need to like ask a general question like about a certain topic, then we have a channel that's built out specifically for that, and I can just drop it in there, and anyone that could possibly answer that question would be in there. And then they'll like I can just like crowdsource my answers. Yeah, that is way better than having a million group texts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's I don't know, just being in. So when you're looking at the future of your career, the na- very nature of your job is sure. is timed. Are you going to be looking for something that is flexible, something that is in person only, or something that is more remote friendly? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I say I like the hybrid method. I would have to try it out though. <clears throat> I feel like, like, like two I, days in three days out or something like that. Yeah. I feel like it might get annoying not having a real, like, yeah, I guess you have a routine in that two and three, but it being different every single day probably messes you up. You right. Know, one of the days you have to either get up earlier or you just like wake up earlier and scroll through TikTok. <laughs> For an right. hour until you need to get ready. So yeah, I like to think I would use a, I would like a hybrid method or hybrid setup. Uh, but you know, I don't know. I like parts of remote work. I think I would maybe like remote work if it didn't bleed into my non-work hours. So would you? So if you had, if you had an office in your current living situation, would you be like, yeah, I'm all for being remote? That's so okay. like, that is my place. Then here's the rest of my world. But yeah, no, having that separation in the office, I think would be massive. Right. It's, yeah. weird, it's weird. Like, like sometimes I'll get anxiety, like walking by my desk. Well, that's bad. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's my work. There's my workspace. It's right Why there. I just do a little work right now. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. I think it's also part of it is like the nature of the word, like having constant deadlines and stuff like that. Being able to just be on and off is so nice. 100%. It's do you, bizarre. Do you ever want to go back to the office or no? Uh, sometimes, yeah. I mean, just to like see people and like hang out and 
do like a lunch with people or something like that, but I haven't gone insane yet. So I feel like you've actually only gotten more comfortable with it each day. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Just because again, like I just see people all day and I think that was the part that was lacking originally for me. So being able to at least have some FaceTime with people Mm -hmm. is better than nothing. So it's, it's satiating the uh, the need to, for human interaction mm. to to a certain extent, but it also <laughs> allows me to be very solitary if I need to be. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's our work from home update. Uh, let us know how you feel about work from home. Comments below. We'll be right back. Yahoo! Welcome to Cooler Talk. Kind of. Okay. Everyone's okay. favorite segment, uh, the, sh- the part of the show where Ben and I each buy a drink for ourselves uh, in our new work from home environment. And we give you a live review on air. On yeah, 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 yeah. So Ben, give us a little, give us a little idea what you got cooking in the kitchen today. <laughs> sure. Sure. We got another one of Erwan's finest. <laughs> oh yeah. We got Dram. Her dropper. Yeah, it's not the wrapper. No broccoli in this drink. Instead, it's lavender and lemon balm. That sounds uh, delightful. It, yeah, it's got great branding. It looks refreshing just by the, the art. So great job there. It's an herbal sparkling water. It's plant-based, sugar-free, and gluten-free. What is it, you ask? It's a sparkling water delicately infused with real plants crafted in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado. It's I'll created be. by plant lovers to be a truly clean or tr- alternative to other flavored sparkling waters, which can contain synthetic chemical flavoring, even when labeled as natural flavor. It's kind of messed up. Wow. That is, seems wrong. <laughs> what a crime, bro. I need, uh, I need Pete Davidson to represent the court. Uh, that just doesn't seem right. <laughs> What's the deal with sparkling water? Oh, Jerry uh, Seinfeld. Oh, never mind. Okay, I, I, I'm about to go on off a tangent. Yeah, right yeah, no, that's a dark rabbit hole. All right, it's herbal magic, calming, mental clarity, and digestive support. Could you Everything that you need. I know. That's, that's going to be massive. It's going to change my whole life. Yeah. Maybe I won't. I love working from home. <laughs> Doesn't smell like anything. <gasps> he has COVID. Mm. Ooh, Mm-mm. a pensive sip. No, really, no. it's really harsh. It like burned my throat, kinda. The secret it's... ingredient, Everclear. <laughs> it tastes like no. You can taste that there are plants in this. It tastes planty there for are sure. Th- <laughs> there are thorns in the liquid. No, that's bad. It doesn't Over- really taste wow. like anything. It tastes like uh, if you rubbed a lemon on a bunch of leaves and then like dunked, soaked the leaves in a gallon of water and then uh, and then drink that. Bro, that's just tea. Yeah. Tastes like, like tea. Way wor- it's way worse, dude. Dang, that sucks. All right, what's the score? Uh, like uh, Two... Nine. It's really bad. It's really, really bad. Dang. We'll see if it calms me down. All right, you go. 
All right. So this is a long anticipated drink uh, I'm about to consume for me. And for those of you that know me, um, you know that I've been looking forward to this for a while. Liquid Death is one of the more popular carbonated and uncarbonated beverages on the market today. True. I love it because it is not as harshly carbonated as your typical uh, seltzer water. Uh, they do a different method of doing it. So, but they just released new flavors. So this will be the first entry into a three week long escapade I'm going on to try all of the new Liquid Death flavors. Mm-hmm. So today we are doing Mango Chainsaw. Aggressive. It's a nice gold can, very four loco gold. Yeah, it looks like four loco. Um, their their whole thing is, you know, this ruthless tall boy of flavored sparkling water is armed with agave nectar and natural electrolytes to refresh my body and murder my thirst. So that is the difference between this and their typical flavors or their their unflavored can, which I typically drink. This has 20 calories in it, which includes the agave syrup. So mango, mango chainsaw is the, the flavor of the day. Sounds good. Murdering your thirst, bro. Ooh, a very pleasant mango scent. Nothing too overpowering, but enough to let you know it's there. Uh, it kind of smells like a mucho mango tea from Arizona. Yum, dude. Yeah, so let's give it a little sip. All right. Nothing. It's not as strong as I was anticipating. It's fine. If I was to compare this to other mango seltzers, I would say this is better. But I would on non-alcoholic mango seltzers. Okay. Is it better than a mango white claw? It's it's close. Is it- I think the lack of carbonation in this instance hurts it. Okay. I think if it was more carbonated, it would be more enjoyable. It feels a little flat and it doesn't really let the flavor burst a little bit. Mm. Um, I'll give it like a 6-3. Okay. It's Not fine. my favorite. Is it better than uh, Mucho Mango? No, nothing is better than Mucho Mango. Good answer. Mucho Mango is a 10. Dude, this is so bad. It's like you're chewing on a, a tea bag. You don't do that? Like if you just like rinse a tea bag in water and then like sucked on it. Bro. Just pouring the water over the bag <laughs> yeah. and into your mouth. Yeah. Three, two. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Is that Pete Davidson? <laughs> <laughs> um so a few weeks back dan and i guessed our nba awards um i think two weeks before the end of the season uh, i think that's correct today probably two days before you're hearing this all the awards are officially out so we're gonna run fine sealed delivered yes sir so we're gonna see how we did and uh <laughs> Uh, teaser, we did pretty well. We're pretty smart. You might right. say that we're not just two dudes who aren't experts in anything. <laughs> we're two dudes who've seen more than one NBA game. Yeah, who, who follow Twitter. Yep. <laughs> Twitter media. <laughs> yep, I've got a Twitter account. <laughs> okay, so should we start with 
Most improved. Most improved. Yeah, this one was a no-brainer. It was going to be Jaw the whole time. Uh, if we thought the NBA award season was going to go by without him getting some sort of recognition from the media, then we'd be fooling ourselves. Well, it was not a no-brainer because I did not pick him. <laughs> oh, right. Well, Ben also doesn't have a brain. Exactly, dude. Uh, I actually saw a lot, a lot of people that didn't love him winning it. So you're just trying to justify your bad take or what? I'm just saying, man, a lot of people said, yeah, DeJounte Murray had an incredible year. No, he did. He did. Uh, Murray is, that, is Murray. Is that who you picked? Huh? Yeah, I picked Murray. Murray, but like, Darius Garland. It was a hot take. Yeah, it was between Garland and Murray. And there was someone else that it was also pretty. Oh, Desmond Bain. That's dumb. Who I shouted out in there, who I almost considered, and then Jaw said he was going to give it to him. Okay, that is so corny, bro. Like, he, it's almost like he's rubbing it in his face. <laughs> I don't even care about this. You got fifth in the voting. Take this little trophy, boy. I got a $180 million contract. You're it has my name on it, years. but here, you you deserve it. Like, you earned it, but I, I got this. I got to use the bonus money I got for winning this to buy some duct tape to put your name on it. How does that make you feel, little boy? (laughs) No, I guess you deserved it. Do you think that the John Moran Derrick Rose comparisons are fair? Yes. I don't know, man. I've been watching some Rose highlights, and it's pretty insane what he was doing. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Jaw is as good as Derrick Rose was, but they're style is pretty similar yeah the thing that's different for me which i just realized is that rose was so much better at just like pulling up on a dime like very kobe-esque and like pulling out for shots john rarely does that he has to like take spot up threes right yeah rose was a yeah he was just built a little different than everyone else he was so and he paid the ultimate price Yeah, he made the ultimate three times. It's so tough. Uh, Vintage Rose. (laughs) Okay. Uh, All right. Next one. Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Oh, this is my bad. This was a no-brainer decision. Everyone had this. Scotty Barnes. Evan Mobley. (laughs) Yeah, I remember this too. You were like, oh. You had this look on your face like, okay, bro. Sure, yeah. Scotty Barnes. I so firmly believe it still should be Evan Mobley. You were adamant in that, dude. Uh, It absolutely should have been Evan Mobley. This was an awful take by the media. If it goes against what I think, it's absolutely wrong. And I've never been wrong It wasn't just the media. (laughs) The NBA media doesn't want me to succeed. We are the NBA media. When are we going to get a vote? Dude, I'm... The day the league fails, man. That's that's how we know I should stop watching the league is when they start asking for my dumb opinion. Dude, that's kind of bucketless. What if we – that would be – this is why y'all got to donate to the Patriots. We can get some so we, lobbyists. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. So we can buy our vote. Yep. Okay. Scotty Barnes, easy. He's an anchor of the Raptors. Not oh, but he plays a big role on the starting five of the Raptors. So does Evan Mobley. That's true. But the Raptors were better. Uh, Barnes guards across position. So does Mobley. 
But Barnes was just a little bit better. Barely, if <laughs> no, at all. It could have gone either way. But, you know, at the end of the day, one guy studs. won it and one guy didn't. That's all I have to say. You should have, you should have forfeited the award. <laughs> all right. Yeah, true. Here, Mobley. This, you, just this, you, you earned this, bro. I got you. I'm just glad Cade didn't win it. Yeah, that would have sucked. All right. Next one, six man. We both had this. Yeah. This was truly a no-brainer. I, I can't believe Jack Harlow won this award, man. <laughs> dude, for, dude, I keep seeing this clip on my explore page of Jack Harlow at the Met Gala. It's like, and the Chamberlain is hosting. Oh, yeah. And he's like, Wait, you mean the girl that invented the internet and YouTube? <laughs> and coffee. <laughs> and coffee. Ice coffee. Yeah, so he's like, hey, love you. Bye. And she's like, love you. And then he walks away and she's like, (laughs) and then I've seen that multiple times on my feed. Like it was this earth shattering moment. Grumpy white boy called me. She said he loved me. I was like, what? (laughs) That's the boy from TikTok. (laughs) Yeah, it was very odd. I don't know what's going on with Gen Z, but but I am one of them. Do you, do you think Tyler Hero would have won six man of the year without getting shouted out in a Jack Harlow song? Dude, maybe not. It kind of like like accelerated his momentum. Yeah, you gotta admit. 10, he'd be shooting 10% worse if it wasn't for that. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, what how is Jack Harlow like boys with Drake? Does that show that Jack Harlow is cool or that Drake's lame? Or lamer? I mean, you you're, you're asking if Drake, it's if it's corny for Drake to hop on the most popular thing at the moment. Yeah. As if that well, dude hasn't literally been in the warm-up line for Kentucky and shown up to every uh-huh. other basketball game wearing a different jersey. That was so lame, bro. <laughs> hey, I would do it too, man. I would do it too. No, I wouldn't, bro. I wouldn't be in a warm-up line for the Phoenix Suns, man. You're kidding, right? Well, I would... Why would you do that? Like, everyone knows you don't belong there. Yeah, but I get to be on an NBA court with NBA players, and I get to miss a dunk in front of everyone. Make-a-wish kid, dude. He's like a -a make-a-wish kid. Good for him, man. He's doing way more stuff than we'll ever be able to do. I guess it's true, man. Good for him. I'm just jealous. I'm a jealous hater. That's all I am. Bro, you're just going to motivate him to make views, too. Facts, bro. Why are you hating for... No, that's not true. Uh, uh, I know way too many people here right now <laughs> that, that I, didn't I didn't know, know. last year. <laughs> Jack Harlow. <laughs> <laughs> Including Jack Harlow. <laughs> okay. All right, Depoy. Who'd you have? Oh, I picked I did I pick Rudy? Yeah, he did, huh? Yeah, that's tough. Bro, Marcus Smart shouldn't have won it. That's such Dude. a whack take. I was listening to some take and <clears throat> you're like, yeah, it's, there's a reason that a guard never wins it because like the impact Giannis has on the floor is so much more massive than the impact Marcus Smart has on the floor. Like, yeah. even if a guard gets past um, the first guy, like you still have to face the last guy, 
right. You know, like at the end of the day, Giannis or any big is the last line of defense. Yeah. Um, they're preventing they're, the bucket. Yeah, exactly. Unless it's like a mid range, but then they'll often have to guard at the perimeter too, because that's today's game. Right. And that's why like wings should typically win it just because, I mean, unless you're like a, unless Cade Cunningham turns into like an elite stopper, like I don't like the only guys like that, that I could see being successful are like Lonzo, Cade, uh, like Zach Levine. But people say that about Marcus Smart. That he's yeah, like, which is, he's which is stupid. He's the stopper yeah. though. He's not. He's a stop. He's good. He's a great perimeter defender. What? Yeah, obviously, like a top three perimeter defender in the league. But and he can kind of bang it down down low. But he's. he's oh, you not mean that. everywhere? You mean yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, I mean across, across positions. Perimeter. Yeah. 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 Gobert, though. I mean, Gobert. Every playoffs, he's like clown because people realize that like. They can just pull him out to the perimeter and then make him look like a goon. Which is so bizarre that they just don't do that during the regular season. Like that dude still somehow manages like a block and a half and a steal a game. Like how? I think, yeah. I think honestly that teams you really just don't try during the regular season. Yeah, it's got to be that. Like seriously. Uh, I picked Jokic. <laughs> for MVP? Uh, no, for Depoy. <laughs> okay, but he, look at these. Listen to these stats. So... Uh, there's something sus about the defensive box plus minus stats because Jokic had a 4.5 yeah. defensive box plus minus. I think it was the most in the league. Mark Smart had a 1.7. Bro, he's taken the harder matchups. <laughs> also, Marcus Smart, I didn't realize he was this bad on offense. He had a minus 1.2 offensive box plus minus. Jokic had a 9.2. Wait, you mean the guy that is short can not really shoot that well and isn't the fastest guy on the court is not that good at being on offense? I know, it's surprising. And he's always good on defense. I do. I think Tatum was act- – Tatum's a better – he has a bigger defensive impact than Marcus Smart. That sucks. I think, like, Marcus Smart isn't even the best defender on his team. <laughs> it might be Mark- – it's, uh, it's Robert Williams or, T- yeah. or Tatum. Dang. And even Tatum isn't the best player on his team. That's crazy. I don't think I believe that take anymore. <laughs> I'll defend it till the day I die. Okay. Well, we'll see that for Patreon exclusive, Cameron. <laughs> Just for you, Cameron. MVP, we both got right. Easy pick. No brainer. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. The past like couple of weeks, I was thinking, like, should it be Giannis? <laughs> Dude, I was stressing. Yeah, I was not excited when like, I was so nervous when they announced it, but I'm glad I I'm glad I picked what I did. did you I, put put my, I put my money where my mouth was at plus 120 odds. Would you if you don't mind if you don't mind sharing with our listeners, how much did you bet on it? Eight thousand dollars. <laughs> Five bucks. <laughs> Whoa, you you were stressing. <laughs> Bro. I have, a philosophy, I have a philosophy where I, the day I run out of money in my gambling account is the day I stop gambling. And so I needed that to bring me back up a little bit That's after a few, bad, a, fit, a few bad uh, same game parlays. So, Yeah, dude, I realize I can't sport that anymore. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of a bummer. I'm disgustingly rich now, but. <laughs> well, I, but I don't want to cash out my stuff yet. True. So every time you come to Arizona, you can just yeah, place exactly. a few. Next next playoffs game, dude. 
Uh, I guess we'll end this with a little Suns rant while, while we're here. Yeah. Uh, dude, how are you feeling? It's, it's tied have... two to two time of our recording this. Uh, I've, you've heard me say this for years, that I believe offensive rebounding to be one of the most important statistics in the game of basketball. True. One thing the Phoenix Suns are not very good at is offensive rebounding. Mm-hmm. If And the thing that I don't get is why we don't get more offensive rebounds. We have the two biggest guys on the floor. Why we do we not remember how to box out? Is Monty, does Monty just see this as a non issue? I, why is this happening? So people have been really criticizing Monty Williams and yeah, I don't know. Like it feels like he's not making any adjustments really. Yeah which is weird coming from the NBA coach of the year. Yes. <laughs> um, so what would you make, what changes, what, what changes would you make to the Suns right now? I would give Tory Craig more minutes. That's so that's what I was thinking. I proposed that on Twitter, but someone said Tory Craig is injured. Is that true? Uh Maybe. I don't know. I, I haven't seen him on the injury report, or maybe I just missed it. But That's what I thought. I didn't see him. But I would say replace campaign, Tory Craig, have to- when Chris Paul isn't on the floor, have Tory Craig guard Luca, and then have Book run point. Yeah. But then, yeah, I guess that's fair. Because campaign yeah. is garbage. He's, he's so unbelievably horrible. Yeah, but I actually think awful. he would have a bigger impact on the court if you were out there instead of campaign. Yeah, like he's just not playing well at all. He lost me a same game parlay. I had him at uh, five points and he scored four. Yeah, that was brutal. I was so mad. Um, Suns won that game though. They did, so I didn't really care. But... Cam needs to just not shoot. <laughs> or just like I think everyone's kind of figured out the shtick. So he yeah, just, just run as fast as you can to the basket and do a scoop layup yeah i think he i think we need to play more two big lineups so okay. more more da and biz or javale and biz i was actually thinking the opposite i think um i saw someone on twitter say like Aiden disappears like he's he's been nowhere to be found i think it's tough that they play so small the mavericks i was thinking i don't think i've ever seen this line book or chris paul book Mikal. Jay and uh, Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson, either Jay or Cam is the five. So like yeah, but Jay on uh, Kleba, Mac, Maxi, and then put Cam on whatever spook show. <laughs> Finney Dorian Smith. Finney Smith. Yeah, yeah, it could work. Small, like that. And space, and Cam Johnson's not a terrible defender. No, he's. I would assume close-ish to net neutral. Yeah. If he if he starts hitting shots, I, that's a great lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we've just decided not to hit any shots from our bench this series, and <laughs> yes. I don't – sucks. It's true. All right. Well, <clears throat> go Suns. Suns six. True. Uh, we I've always see. said that. <laughs> I've said that from day one. Uh, we will see you next week. Peace. You.